Welcome to the Confident Money Podcast, where we talk money, finances, and accounting for real people without all the technical jargon, patronizing, and gatekeeping. I'm your host, Caitlin Magnuson, and I'm going to be your new finance bestie. Hey, hey. Okay. This is going to be one of probably my favorite episodes of the season. We are talking about YOLO and how to plan fun into your finances. Because like many of us, especially I think in the culture of burnout and hustle and doing all the things and achieving everything that you can, sometimes it's easy for us to forget to have fun, to plan off time, to have firm boundaries. So while all of that is incredibly important, I'm going to talk today how to actually plan fun and live a little or a lot into your finances. So we've laid the groundwork, right? We have talked about in this season you know, income and expenses, the anti-budget, debt prioritization and payoff, investing, how to make a savings plan. And all of these these things work together, right? But these are all of the like responsible. We're going to say responsible without any value. There's not a negative or a positive value attached to being, you know, quote, responsible because we're here. We are, you know, souls in meat suits, hanging out, trying to, you know, live our best lives, be fulfilled, find contentment and peace, and hopefully leave the world a better place when, you know, we've left our mark. So with all of that, we need to have fun. We need to enjoy our time here. And like I talked about in the last episode, we need to be striking a balance between what it looks like to save for future you and also live in the now. Because if you're living in the now, you may not be putting anything into retirement. You may not be saving anything. You may have a lot of credit cards, student loan, or personal debt, or cars, and you're not, you know, taking care of future you. And that can be a form of self-harm. You know, obviously, if you are, again, just breaking the cycle or working to break the cycle of not actually making enough money to cover your regular expenses, that is a different thing. This is not directed at people who are putting one foot in front of the other, who are maybe, you know, climbing out of a hole from unemployment, from underemployment, um, you know, maybe from COVID losses the last few years with income, with jobs, with business revenue, all of that can have a really severe impact. So please, by all means, find fun where you can, but this is not meant to shame you or make you feel less than if you're not at a spot where, you know, you feel like you can be prioritizing future you. And that's why I want to plan fun in. So what I want you to do, I want you to think of your best day. I call them, this actually comes from the league, but it's my, my lovely Caitlin day or my best Caitlin day. If anyone's watched the league, you might know what I'm talking about. I think it was like excellent lady day is what they called it there. But essentially it's all the things that make me feel wonderful. So what that looks like for me is I'll get up at whatever time I wake up. I will have something to eat at the house. It is beautiful and sunny and crystal clear outside. It's going to be a lovely day. I get dressed in, you know, something that feels really comfortable for me that day. Maybe it's shorts, maybe it's a dress. Um, maybe it's jeans and a tank top. And I head into town. The drive into town is perfect. I have a great playlist playing. There's very little traffic. And I just get to soak in everything around me. I go to town. I go to my favorite coffee shop where they know what I order. 
I sit down in silence and I hang out. I people watch a little bit. Maybe I have a conversation with, you know, the coffee shop owner. Shout out to Grant at Necker. And then when I've had my coffee, I get a coffee to go. I walk out the door. I go to my favorite plant shop and I browse. Maybe I pick up some things that I'm looking for. You know, maybe I get a little bit of plant food or I get a new pot because I have a plant that has outgrown its existing pot at home. And I just exist. I have some nice conversations and then I get to go to the spa. And it's not always in this order, but maybe I go to the spa and I get a facial or a body scrub and I I take care of my physical body and put myself in an environment where I'm not on my phone, where I'm not scrolling social media. And then from there, depending on how the day is gone, I go take myself to lunch and I have a really wonderful you know, light meal. I end up feeling full, but not stuffed because for me, there's nothing worse for me when I'm eating a really great meal and feeling mm, afterwards. So again, I'm working in all things to find balance, having something that satiates my appetite while also not feeling overdone. And then I wrap the day up. Maybe I do a little bit of shopping. Maybe I swing by Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, you know, get something that I'm really feeling excited for. And I head home and I can go have a sparkling water out by the chicken coop and just feel so much gratitude, so much overwhelming gratitude for where I'm at. All of us have something like that. And it may look totally different for you. You know, your idea of a perfect day may be completely different. You know, that's my perfect day when I'm living in Idaho, where I'm currently at. If I'm, you know, traveling or I'm somewhere else or I'm with friends, that day looks different. But that is probably one of the most nourishing days for myself. And I get better with balancing my time, with balancing my energy, with being in a privileged enough financial spot to know when I need to take a day off and being my own boss, being able to take a day off. And that's something that's really important for me to afford to my employees as well. A, the goal is to always avoid burnout, but we are human and someone may have a bad week. Someone may just not be on their game. And so allowing them the opportunity and the flexibility to say, Hey, I need to check out for a day. I need a mental health day for whatever that looks like, because I would much rather a for their own well-being and for my own well-being, but b for the company and for our clients hit that head on. So thinking about this perfect day. And again, the Caitlin of seven, eight years ago, couldn't have done this. You know, some of the places that I've worked didn't have any PTO didn't have sick days, or I financially, you know, because of that, wasn't able to take the time off my budget and my finances and my financial picture was so tight that I went to work sick. I went to work with, you know, walking pneumonia. I've been an asthmatic my whole life. Like I was not a healthy human, which was exacerbated by not making a living wage for a very, very long time and having to work multiple jobs in order to pay to keep a roof over my head and to have food. So it has been really interesting to kind of unpack what makes me feel really fulfilled, really satisfied and nourished. And so, like I said, that day is a great example of what that looks like for me. So this ties back to YOLOing and treating yourself financially. When I first started realizing the things that were nourishing to me and the things that I valued, I started small because I've only been doing this for about a year and a half, two years. I started 
2020, my goal was to get four facials. I was turning 30 that year. I have never had a skincare routine. I would love to be the person that does that, but it's just, it isn't my vibe. Maybe that'll change. Uh, but for me, that was something that A, pampered me and B, made me feel better about myself, better about my appearance, more, you know, especially with me becoming more and more the face of the business and being on social media. That was something that for me felt really good and also allowed me to take some time out. I was able to get one before the pandemic shut everything down. And then, you know, the, the spa that I go to is wonderful. They had great masking in, in place. You know, once we were vaccinated, there were some more options. And so I built that in, I built four facials. That was it. I did not have any big self-care goals other than that. It was, I think to move my body 10 minutes a day to try and get outside every day and four facials over the course of a year. So when I set up my vision board for the year and my intentions for the year, I have a personal, I have a business, and then I have a finance side. And that was, those were my personal ones. We kept it really simple because it was changing habits. It was stepping into the unknown. And you might be like, it's going to get freaking facials. Like, but I've never done those regularly before. I've never prioritized that in my finances. And so I wanted to start with something that felt attainable. I knew I could pay for a facial once a quarter and that financially would feel fine. And that then turned into, oh, well, if I'm in town, it's an hour to town. If I'm in town, I might as well go do these other things that I really like. And so this day has evolved. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, make sure you subscribe and join our community at confidentmoneypodcast.com, where we share resources and all of the money happenings. Plus, you can send feedback and suggestions for what you'd like to see covered in future episodes. That's confidentmoneypodcast.com. Okay, back to the show. So for me, proactively, I work to go make those things happen. I work to take time for myself. And now if I feel myself hitting the point where I'm like, Ooh, we, we need to take some time off. Yeah. It's great if I can go in for those self-care things, but it has allowed me to be more knowledgeable about what I need, what my body needs, what my mind needs in order to continue to be a content human, to continue to feel my best. And so that will take times, especially like right now during tax season, it's a high stress time. I will rarely drink alcohol during this time. I don't feel mentally great when I'm, you know, having a couple of drinks and unless I'm, you know, going out with a friend or it's a special occasion or it's something that I really want where I may have a drink. That's just not something that feels good for me during that time because it's a high stress time. And for me, prioritizing quality of sleep, nutrition, and showing up as my best self is what's most important. So with all of that, you have your own YOLO treat yourself things. And depending on where you're at, that may look different for, I mean, it should look different for each of us. Um, maybe it's a weekend away. Maybe it's, um, taking a solo trip without kids. Maybe it's buying yourself a couple of outfits that fit, that feel really good. You know, maybe your body has changed sizes over the last few years. I know that that for me, that that's something that feels really good. There's nothing, nothing that I hate more. I think in showing up for myself than having clothes that don't feel good on my body. So, you know, assessing the emotional attachment that we have, and especially over COVID, 
our bodies have changed, but our bodies change with age. They change with where we're at in life. They change with stress. So, you know, taking care of yourself may look like buying clothes that fit. They may feel like getting rid of clothes that you don't love anymore that, you know, to Marie Kondo this, that don't spark joy. And that's fine. It may feel like you sitting down and going through your finances. That may be self-care. It may be you going in and taking a half an hour every week to look at your goals and to get really excited because you're making big strides towards them. That may be self-care for you. That may be YOLOing, but I want you to look at whatever helps you feel alive. It may be buying books, like, hello, that's a big one for me. Um, and it may be travel. So whatever it is, pick at least one, if not two or three of these, plan them in to your year, to your month, to your week depending on what they are, depending on what you have the budget for, depending on what your finances look like. And we talked in the last episode, if you're finding yourself with additional money, if you're finding yourself with a tax refund, when maybe you didn't expect it, if you work a day job and maybe you get a raise or you job hop and you're now earning more earmark half of that to take care of yourself. So maybe you get like a thousand dollars back or $2,000 back that you weren't planning on. Cool. Take a thousand of that, throw it towards your goals, take the other thousand of it and find a way to spend it on yourself that is meaningful and that is planned out because intentionally spending in an aligned way can feel so good and can help you take care of yourself. It can help. This is a marathon, this life, this financial you know, blueprint that you're making for yourself. This is not a get rich quick scheme. This is not hit all of your goals tomorrow. This is you need to be taking care of yourself in the here, in the now for the long term. So identifying those things that help you to feel nourished and then planning them in. I know I have to go do the same thing. I plan facials in still, I still do four a year that felt sustainable to me. I went between the weather snow, my travel tax, like doing it once a month, didn't feel great to me. Maybe that'll change in the future, but it feels really good to have one once a quarter. I look forward to it. I plan a whole day and you know, that's my, my excellent Caitlin day. And it's wonderful. It's nourishing. It's exciting. And then you'll find other things, you know, maybe as your, your finances level up, as you take this new job, Maybe for you taking a day to go have your favorite meal or meet up with a really good friend, you know, maybe that's nourishing for you. Maybe that changes. Maybe instead of just meeting up with a friend in a few years, maybe you can go have a night away with the friend, or you can go have, you know, a fun weekend. You can take a quick weekend trip or do something, but prioritizing that now helps it to become a habit and it helps you to be rewarded and taken care of in the here and now especially if you have some really big, really aggressive financial goals, we want to build sustainable habits. Sustainable habits do not look like restricting yourself from things you love. They also don't look like impulse spending. And so we're going to touch on impulse spending for a moment here, because if you are neurodivergent, if you love to shop, the dopamine from shopping, from buying something is real. And we want to talk about that because what I like to do, I, I put things into need and want categories and it's, it's a, what is it? A Punnett square. We're going to throw back to biology here for a minute, but you have need and want, and you have now 
Like it's time sensitive or it's not time sensitive. If it's a want and it's not time sensitive, cool. We're going to leave it in our cart. We're going to think about it. We're going to come back to it. If we still remember about it in a week or two and we still really want it, cool. If it's a want and it's time sensitive, same thing. We're going to put it in there for at least a day or two and we're going to, we're going to pause. Now, if it's a need and it's time sensitive and your finances allow, we're going to buy that thing. You know, maybe it's groceries or supplies, or maybe you had a door handle break. That's a need and that's fairly time sensitive, but if it's a need And maybe it's not time sensitive. Maybe it's just something that like, you know, is going to come up. Same thing. We're going to plan that in. We're going to look at it. And if it's something that for you is a no brainer and it's, you know, affordable with where your finances are now, we're going to buy that need thing. If maybe it's a bigger thing, maybe, maybe your bed's wearing out. That's coming from someone who just bought a new bed a few months ago. You know, maybe your, your mattress is wearing out and you know, it's time to replace it. So it is a need. It's not horribly time sensitive and that like, maybe it's not, you know, broken, but your quality of sleep is diminishing. Let's think about that because like a a mattress is a bigger purchase for a lot of us. I was hard pressed to find a mattress that was under like 1500 or $2,000 and think about what buying that will do for you now. You know, if you buy that this month, do we maybe look at financing options like Affirm or Klarna or Afterpay? Maybe they're going to have a big Black Friday deal or a Memorial Day deal. Are you coming up on a big holiday where you could intentionally subscribe to their newsletter and hang on for a little bit? Utilize that. That's me with blinds. We bought a house that has a ton of windows and had no blinds, no window shades, no window coverings. We did one round of them from the company that we buy from for Black Friday or Veterans Day because they run a massive like 50 plus percent sale and we moved in a month or two before. And then we have other windows that just weren't ideal. Well, guess what? We bought them again, you know, the following year. And so we plan things like that for needs. I plan things like I look for dishes. I look for sheets. Um, And I have companies, underwear, socks, they're vital. They're consumable. I plan those needs out that are not time sensitive and I buy them around really big sales from the companies that I love. And then if I need to buy them during the year, you know, if something breaks, if something is an urgent time sensitive need, that's fine. But we've planned some of these other ones in. And so then it's the wants that we're holding on, right? Because many times I'd say at least 50% of the time I will go look at something and I'll be like, Eh, cause I'm not trying to live a cluttered lifestyle and I think it's really easy for us to do. And so I will wait and I'd say at least half the time, I probably forget about that thing, which means it wasn't actually that important. It was me, you know, chasing dopamine, looking for the next shiny object and wanting to have, you know, that package show up. Cause it's always so exciting, especially though, when you're trying to meet financial goals, I think pausing on anything that is not truly time sensitive and Letting that FOMO, the fear of missing out, pass you by can allow you, A, to save a chunk of money and to not bring in things that you don't actually you know, need, want, that aren't aligned with where you're going. But it also frees up additional money for you to be spending on the things that are aligned, right? On these 
experiences on these, you know, items, maybe it's clothes, maybe it's facials, maybe it's coffee, maybe it's travel, uh, maybe it's quality time, but it allows you to be prioritizing, you know, YOLOing your spending for those areas of your life because you are being conscious about where you're spending your money and you are not spending in areas that don't feel this is going to sound so cliche, but they don't feel like a hell yes to you. If this is not a hell yes, and this doesn't make you really happy and it's not a need, it's not something that you don't like that you have to buy, then why? So pausing gives yourself that second, you know, to kind of gut check. Like, is, is that really what you want right now? Or does it just sound good for the second? So think about it, prioritize, consciously spend These are going to be our our buzzwords from this episode, but consciously spending in an aligned manner and planning in taking care of yourself. And that sounds so simple, but I'm not talking taking a bath, getting a facial. Like, yes, I know we did literally talk about that, but that's not what self-care looks like for everyone. That's not what joy looks like for everyone. That could be talking to a therapist. That could be changing your wardrobe. That could be moving your body or going outside. Start where you can, plan it in, and find a way to hold yourself accountable. You know, make a deposit somewhere that you want to go try. Maybe you want to go to a bar studio. I think it would be a studio, not a gym. Cool. Do a trial with them. Like find a friend, hold yourself accountable where you can, but be assessing the things that bring you joy, contentment and re-energize you instead of make you feel depleted or exhausted because we all need more energy, contentment, peace, and joy in our lives and less exhaustion and burnout. If you loved this episode, make sure to leave a five-star review for a chance to win a free financial strategy session with yours truly, Caitlin Magnuson. We do the drawing the first week of every month and to be eligible, you'll want to leave a five-star review and include your IG handle so we can contact the winner. I'll see you next time where we'll chat real finances for real people.